Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Bear Cave Studios, the newly renovated Bear Cave Studios, with your host, me, Freddy Eloso, along with my new co-host, official. He's not just our resident NFL insider. He is now a permanent co-host on the Sports Frenzy podcast. We got Joey. Joey, welcome. What's up, buddy? Yeah, I mean, I appreciate you first and foremost for bringing me on, and uh, I'm going to get an Eagles flag somewhere in that bear cave. I'm going to fit one. Now that I'm officially on, that's that's what I'm aiming. That's what I'm aiming for. We'll, we'll see. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. We got a Bears flag. We can get an Eagles flag. We do. We do. I, I can see it. We could, we could put All it right. up somewhere down here. Thank um, you. I appreciate so that. So we're not just going to give our NFL picks. We're going to stick true to the name of the frenzy. We're going to give everybody a little bit of everything starting now. So uh, we had some NBA news. We'll jump right into it. We had some NBA news this week. We had uh, Jimmy Butler sitting down with management and telling them that he wants to be traded. Yeah, man. He he wants to get up out of town. He wants to – he's tired of – from what was being reported, he's tired of Wiggins and – Carl Anthony Towns, I guess their lackadaisical, nonchalant attitude doesn't mix well with with how he likes to do things. Um, he also came out and it was reported that he wanted to add more money and more years on his contract. I mean, who doesn't? Obviously, but uh, but yeah, man, I just think he's trying to. I think he's trying to meet up with Kyrie in New York. That's what I think his his goal is. I mean, as a Knicks fan, I'm not mad about it. I'll take that, but they're going to have to give up a crap ton to get him. Oh, without a doubt. But um, it's interesting because Dave Fisdale was actually on the Michael K show, and they asked him about it, and he was pretty upfront in saying that he's not going to give up any assets or any future assets to get something or somebody, obviously, that he could get in the offseason. So it sounds like for the Knicks' sake, it's not going to be a Carmelo deal where, you know, Melo wanted to go there. They knew that Melo wanted to go there. And just to get him there a couple months earlier, they gave away a lot of a lot of assets, brought him there, and ah, you know how that turned out. So <laughs> that, was, that was tough to sit back and watch. The first couple of years were all right, but it just became a bit of a dumpster fire after that. Yeah, but I like Fisdale. You know, he came from the three hundred five, so so I got I got high hopes that he could turn around the Knicks. For for everybody who doesn't know, Joey is a Miami Heat fan through and I am through. A Heat not fan. just I am. not just from when LeBron showed up. Like <sighs> nah, some man, of those Heat I've, fans listen, I I've been there. I've been there for the Eddie Jones, for the Rasul Butler, for Lamar Odom when he was there. That was when Dwayne Wade was still Eurostep dunking on people. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so I I was there for all that, man. So I'm definitely still a Heat fan. He's been struggling a little. A little bit of struggle. A little bit. But you know what? I enjoy watching my boy Dragic, Wade, Haslam, Josh Richardson. Still waiting for Winslow to turn around and, you know, have that big year that I thought he was going to have last year, especially coming out of Duke. But, um, yeah, we got... We got we got some players, and the East is wide open, so maybe they can sneak into the playoffs, make it 
make it interesting for a series. That'd be nice. So we also got in the NBA three new rule changes. We got that, that 14 seconds being added to the clock instead of 24 when it comes off the uh, when it comes off the uh, the rim there. Okay. And, and then we had the uh, more replay for hostile acts and more of a clear cut uh, path to the uh, to the rim f- call for the referees. The most interesting one out of them seems to be that 14 seconds. Uh, instead of a fresh 24 when you get it on an offensive yeah. board. What do you think about that? All right, so I think for certain teams, that is going to be a huge transition period. Mm-hmm. But with teams like Golden State, for example, who off an offensive rebound, if they're not putting it up right at the rim, they're kicking it out to a three-point shooter. Bro, that 10 seconds is really not going to make a difference to them. They're getting that shot up. I mean, if you look at all the teams, the Rockets play the same way. Look how many three-pointers they take. Um, They're really not going to use the whole shot clock. There's very few teams that, unless they're playing a team high-powered, such as the Golden State Warriors, where you obviously have to slow the ball down. You cannot out-Golden State, Golden State. Yeah. Yeah, so for... For those teams, I actually think it's going to be a disadvantage because a team like the Spurs, you know, when Kawhi Leonard was there, we'll see how De- DeMar DeRozan does there. Um, when they played a team like the Rockets, who like to speed the tempo up, or the Warriors that like to speed the tempo up, they were able to milk the clock a little bit more, kind of cut down possessions in a game, and that takes away a strategic advantage that you might be able to hold on to. I think this is going to come in big come playoff time when teams are trying to milk the clock at the end of a game and they can't get a fresh 24. And to have to remember that that's in effect now, I think we may have some uh, more J.R. Smith type. Wow, nah, we can't listen. Oh, we can't have any more J.R. moments. We just, we, listen, there's only one J.R. It's true. Okay? There's only one J.R. Smith. He did and, come back as shirtless Jr. last night. I don't know if you saw the videos on that when the Browns won. Listen, when it's six hundred plus days since a victory, you you can you can do whatever you want. All right, it's, it, that fan base has suffered. You know, I don't think he's a Browns fan, but he's in Cleveland, so he's got to be. You know, play the part, act like he supports them, which which is cool. Um, yeah, so we saw shirtless Jr. When does it? He's always looking for a reason. Go look at the <laughs> go look true. at the championship parade. Yeah, it's true. So let's jump into some UFC stuff. We had some uh, some stuff come down the pipe. Um, John Jones is will be officially back come October off his fifteen month suspension that got retroactive to it. Um, Dana White says that he's not going to come back till next year. But I think it's honestly going to be November at Madison Square Garden. There's a, that They're putting together a big card there, but there's no main event. John Jones is from NYC. Well, he's from New York, upstate. What more place, what place more fitting 
to bring him back at than MSG. Man, listen, I just hope he can stay clean. I want to see a clean Jones. I, I don't want no failed drug tests after a fight. Cause that when when he's when he's on his game, the dude is disgusting. He goes he's into money, the cage man. and he he tears people apart. But it's a bad look when after you destroy someone like Cormier, yeah, and then you fail a drug test not once but twice. It's like after a while, it gets kind of old. Yeah, and and DC is saying that he don't want to fight him again. That do you no, think Brock? No point. Do you think Brock? Because Brock Lesnar was calling him out. Well, yeah, that that fight's definitely happening. That DC Brock, um, I think January, they're talking. Because Brock has to be in the USADA drug testing pool for at least six months or whatever before he can fight. So it's looking like January, February for that. So, and then... We also had, well, before we get into Connor and Khabib, we had Woodley uh, announce today that he'll be out for eight to twelve weeks, coming off that uh, domination of Darren Till, because he needs hand surgery, I believe, is what they quoted. So they were talking about him possibly being on that New York City card, but. Clearly now that's not going to happen. So now Connor and Khabib, the big fight, October third or fourth. What what do you think about that? What did you What are your initial impressions after seeing the uh, the first press conference? Connor being Connor, just trying to stir the pot, get as many people. I think Connor is great. If you're an MMA fan, you're going to watch the fight regardless because of the names, because of the styles of both fighters. You're going to be locked in. What Connor's good at is drawing in those average fans that may not watch an MMA fight, but when they hear him on the mic talking the way he talks, you know, no holds bar, sitting there drinking whiskey, you know, talking about people's baby moms, like he his gets own really, brand of whiskey, by the way, like a true boss. Yeah. He whipped out his own brand of whiskey. So, I mean, he's, he's good for the sport. I mean, that's why they gave him a new deal. And they, I don't think they came out with the numbers yet, but from what they were reporting, he's definitely going to be the richest in the sport. And he brings in the most money out of anybody in the sport. So rightfully so. Yeah. I think well-deserved on that one. Um, then transitioning to another little piece of sports news in the MLB, we had Addison Russell, shortstop for the Cubs, get placed on administrative leave for a domestic violence mm. accusation in the not mid, good right before a playoff run. Not good. No, yeah. definitely. Oh. That's, I know he's he's one hundred percent denying it. He's saying it's completely false, but that's not a good look, man. Right before the playoffs, it, it's not a good look, and it's unfortunate because anytime, especially nowadays, when domestic violence is brought up, I mean, above all else, definitely it's it's a serious issue. You never want to hear about yeah. hear about that going on in any household. But for the for the men or women 
that these charges are brought up against, they're automatically deemed guilty until proven innocent instead of the other way around. That's 100% true. And and while they should take those accusations serious, it even if you know it comes out that he did nothing wrong, he will never ever be able to escape that that branding or or like as soon as you Google his name, that's going to come up whether he's innocent or guilty. That's true. That's going to be the first thing that pops up. Not and, accolades, nothing. That's going to be the first thing that everybody goes to. And again, if this guy is guilty, by all means, throw him under the jail, throw away the key. He deserves he deserves everything he's going to get to him. But it's just it's when I when I hear cases like that, I like to sit back, hear all the facts before I even I even give my opinion on it because it's not fair to either party involved to to kind of place judgment on on something that's serious like that. So. God bless his family, and I, I hope, you know. Because I know I a hope. couple a couple months back we had the whole um, LaShawn McCoy thing. Yes. That went through, and the girl accused the, him, and, you know, that got thrown out on that. But, you know, that's, they, that, again, was a slippery slope. They had the dude from, um, the, I can't think of his name right now. You got me up too late doing this. But uh, <laughs> the, the linebacker for the 49ers, what was his name? Oh, uh, Reuben Foster. Yeah, it was Foster. It was. It was Reuben yeah. Foster. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't it him, his, his girl or ex-girl claimed that he was beating on her and then she came out in court and said she was lying and then yeah. she actually did that to an ex before. I mean, it's it's unfortunate, man, but that's just, you just got to take it for what it is. we're living right now. Yep. It's crazy, man. So let's jump into our NFL picks. Nice little segue there. Not the, you don't not want the no best smoke. segue into the NFL, but we got a little bit of a, a jump. We both we both picked last night's game. We picked uh, the Browns at minus three. For everybody listening, we are now doing our picks based on the Vegas line. So if you guys are interested in that, it's here for you. I mean, we have no choice. You keep copying my picks. I mean, something I had to give. We'll, we'll have an update on the standings for you via social media this, this uh, weekend. I see what you did there. You but, trying uh, to make up ground. You trying to make up ground because you didn't put the first week up. Well, the first the first week was um, 11, 11 and 5 for We can Joey. just say a lot to a little. A lot to a little works for me. 11 and 5. To I believe eight and eight for me, so I'm um, I'm a couple games back, but Bro, I'm, I mean, I'm coming back. Be optimistic. If you're the Bills right now and you can finish eight and eight, you sign up for that right now. So man, you know what? My Bills are gonna have a long season, man. It's gonna be a long year, a very long year. Listen, I'm gonna have plenty of time to rip your team. So let's uh <laughs> let's let's get into this. So uh, first game, we'll we'll go through the. Uh, the one o'clock games. We've got the first one, New Orleans versus Atlanta, and they're giving Atlanta at minus three and a half. Well, you got you got three and a half. I got three. Why are you giving me the wrong sheet here? Oh no, sorry, not three and a half. Three, my bad. We got, Man, we got Atlanta point, at three. Point shaving. I'm glad I got this on audio. <laughs> I could run the tape back. All right, who you got? 
I, I'm going to go with Seattle on um not Seattle. I'm going to go with New Orleans. Sorry, it's it's late, guys. We're recording late in the evening, so bear with us if we have uh, any hiccups here. Late in the evening, it's damn near the next day. <laughs> you got to be dad of the year over here, putting all your children to sleep, your village over there. Hey, got me little, sitting over little here also, Little also, uh, he likes to party, so. Shout out to Noah. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm going with the Saints on this one. Okay, you must have looked at my sheet, but that's okay. I'm gonna go with the Saints too. I think uh, I don't know. I just think Drew Brees and them boys they're gonna come out there firing, and I still don't trust Atlanta Falcons offense, even though they got all those weapons. They still can't seem to find those weapons in the red zone, and that scares me. Yeah, they they without Freeman, I know they got a. Uh, Coleman's back there, but I I can't see it. Matty Ice hasn't been Matty Ice, so yeah, he's been Matty Ice. He's been cold in the red zone, is what he's been. Yeah, yes. Taking for some reason they take Julio Jones out on some red zone plays. That doesn't make sense to me. But listen, we played him the first week of the season, and I was super. I was in love with how they were calling them plays on offense in the red zone. So, <laughs> so next game we got. San Francisco at Kansas City, and they're giving the Chiefs at minus five. At this point, they could give them they could give them a fifty point uh, line, and I'm still going Chiefs because I don't see anybody in San Francisco stopping that boy Tyreek Hill or Kels or Hunt. Yeah, I think I think KC, and they're at home. You know, Arrowhead's a tough place to go. Yeah. I I don't see the the Forty ers keeping it close. Yeah, I've got I've got the Chiefs on this one. I I see a lot of uh, Tariq Hill throwing up the deuces as he's running by people this week. So so disrespectful that he does that. I mean, you know, like the audacity. <laughs> I would pick up a flag for pile driving that man into the end zone. Like I that bruised ego right there as he runs by you. At Wasn't it last year where he, he blew a kiss and threw up the deuces as he ran by somebody? At this point, he takes a siesta between the 50 and the end zone. <laughs> I, he's so fast, it's not even fun. And now he's it's becoming insane. a better receiver. Yeah. Before it was just go routes. Now now he's running. I mean, uh, they all turn into go routes because once he catches the ball, he just he's runs out. vertical for 50 yards. But, yeah, he's turning into one hell of a player. And also, Mahomes is what two, two or three touchdowns away from breaking the record for the first three games. Well, he's got ten. He's which got is ten right mo- now, but I know the record the through three is twelve. He's got the record to two, so I don't see him stopping there. Yeah. Next game, we've got Oakland at Miami, and they're giving Miami at minus four. Yeah, um, I'm definitely I'm, a, you know, I'm gonna go with Miami. I'll go with Miami that game. I feel, I feel like Oakland is, is, Oakland's a dumpster fire waiting to happen. And I think Miami came out and played well last week. I think that defense is for real. I think they got a couple, couple good players. And I think um, them finally having their quarterback back off of injury this year, they're they're finding some stability on offense. 
Um, and I really like Kenyon Drake coming out of the backfield. <clears throat> and at the end of the day, they got the ageless wonder back there, too, Frank Gore. So they got, you know, the U, they got my vote. Yeah. And they also got Kenyon Drake. Or not Kenyon Drake. They got uh, Devontae Parker coming back this week. Coming off he's one of, his injury, so. He's one of those guys that'll give you, you know, a highlight catch here or there. But I still been waiting for fantasy purposes for him to actually put together a consistent run here. Exactly. So I'm I'm going with Oakland in this one. I feel like they're kind of due for for a bit of a breakout game. I'm taking them in the points. So I'm gonna go Oakland. I feel like Derek Carr is gonna put one together with Beast Mode, and they'll take this one. Next up, we've got my Buffalo Bills Oof. at Minnesota. And this is probably uh, one sorry. of the highest lines I've seen. They've got Minnesota at a minus 16 and a half. Oh, see, I thought I thought that was a misprint on my paper. I thought, yeah, that is 16 and a half. <laughs> wow. Um, who's the backup in Minnesota? Who's backing up Cousins right now? I'm not no? sure who's backing up Cousins right now. They kind of cleared out everybody before. Yeah, well, uh, that guy's going to get a lot of burn. Because um, <laughs> I, I see Cousins going in there and dicing them up for half, three quarters if they're generous. Yeah. And then they're going to throw in the subs, and that'll be that. You got you got um, LaShawn McCoy out there. If I was him, I would not go out back on that field with, with broken ribs. No way. Not with this team right now. I, I give it to him. Yeah, I give it to him for wanting to be there for his teammates, but this season is going nowhere fast. Yeah. So you're, you're taking the Vikings at minus six. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't make that clear. Yeah, I'm going to take the, <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, in fact, you know, if we, if we had a star one for which one I think is actually most likely to come true, I would probably go with Minnesota. So now, also, Minnesota, for everybody out there who plays fantasy, Minnesota is without Delvin Cook this week. He yeah, but officially I think, listed as out. I think Latavius Murray will be able to pick up some slack. So if you can uh, go out there and, and pick him up, handcuff him, I think they're going to be up by a lot of points. So they're going to need to hand the ball off yeah. to somebody. So he'll probably gobble up, uh, if nothing else, he'll gobble up a big volume, which should lead to, you know, a couple touchdowns. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Minnesota on this one as well. My Bills struggling on offense, struggling on defense to the point where McDermott had to take over the play calling on defense. Well, listen, you could always be the Cardinals. I mean, they have six points, I think, through the first couple weeks here on offense. I think they managed to, to, to come up with, with uh, two field goals. So... It always be worse on offense. Yeah. All right. Next one is is a pick'em. We got Indy at Philly. Which the I'm boys. not really sure how that's a pick'em. I think I don't know. I think that line either didn't come out when we printed this out, or it's not out yet. Which I find that hard to believe. But um, yeah. If we're gonna do it as a pick'em, you know, I mean, I don't know if you heard, but this this guy. Pretty good. He's coming back, plays quarterback. That's uh, a pretty big deal. So I'm going to take Philly. Yeah, I'm going Philly here as well. 
Um, I'm just trying to see if we have an update on the odds for this game because there was no line when we officially got it. Um, okay, sorry. The line now is at Eagles at minus seven. Oh. See, as soon as Carson Wentz got cleared, if it was Nick Foles in there, it'd probably be still at a, sitting at probably like a three just because mm. we're home. Um, but you know what? Listen, I'm confident in Carson Wentz. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh, the Eagles on this one. Still, I'm gonna go with my heart and uh, stick with Philly. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with you on this. I'm gonna go with the return of Wentzylvania. He's gonna take it, and it'll be a nice return for him. Uh, I can't see Indy being able to hold them on defense. I'm just scared. I don't know who he's throwing the ball to. We're dropping like flies. We got no Sproles, no Ajayi. Jeffrey still hasn't been cleared. Mike Wallace broke his fibula. Sneaky pickup Jordan Matthews. Maybe he can do some things in the slot with Nelson Aguilar, get Dallas Goddard more involved this week. So we'll see what he does with the weapons he's provided with. But uh, I do think the Eagles at home, their defense is lights out um, at home anyway. Not in Tampa. Next one, we've got Green Bay at Washington, and they're giving the Packers at a minus two. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Packers. I think, uh, I think Aaron Rodgers, one, one knee or not, is still going to be able to put up enough points to, to win that game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going Green Bay here as well. Washington hasn't shown me much this year and the way the Packers are playing even with a 75% Aaron Rodgers they're still going to blow these guys out the water yeah I see I see Green Bay going into Washington and putting a beat down down so next up we've got Cincy at Carolina and they're giving the uh, Panthers at a minus three I'm probably going to regret this on Monday Mm -hmm. because I never believe in them they're always, you know, they give you two or three games and then their season takes a tailspin. But I got to see my boy A.J. Green in the playoffs. I mean, I, I'm going to go with the Bengals over the Panthers. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm to I'm go with the Bengals over the Panthers. Listen, they played, they played well the first couple of weeks. Um, Andy Dalton's figured out, you know, it's a good idea to throw the ball to A.J. Green a lot. Um, they got John Ross, you know, their last year's first round pick in the mix. So, and, and uh, Boyd has actually been stepping up right. in their offense. So I think, I think they're able to put up enough points, uh, while Cam Newton does provide you with those flash plays, that offense still, Christian McCaffrey, you know, is doing his thing. But other than that, as far as the weapons he has, none of them really, really right. scare me. Missing Greg Olson is a big thing down there. Yeah. Um, but I'm still going to take Carolina. I'm going to take Carolina on this one. I feel like um, being at home. I believe Cincinnati is still without Vontez Burfitt. Vontae Burfitt. So. Yeah, he's on. You know, you know, he's on his yearly sabbatical. He takes the first four games <laughs> off. I think. It's like an extended I, preseason, right? Something yeah, like he kind of. Just finds a player to pile drive in the preseason or or the season before, 
get the four game suspension, go spend it with the fam, and then he comes back and and balls out. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm taking Carolina on that one. Next up, we've got Tennessee at Saxonville. Which, if you don't mind looking up. Yes, we've got the line on this one. The line is uh, minus six and a half for that, Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go Jacksonville on that. I'll take, I'll take Jacksonville for sure because Mariota might not even finish that game. And you're going to put Gabbard in against Saxonville and Duval. Yeah. Oh, and also, I think Derrick Henry might not play in this one. But- or he is playing. I don't know. I know he's dealing with some injury, so I think he's listed as questionable for this one. Listen, I know. I know he looks intimidating and and he runs hard, but the more effective back in that offense is Deion Lewis anyway. Right. So, so while you know, Derrick Henry, it might be down as the uh, starting running back. Deion Lewis is doing the majority of the damage. Right. Uh, I'm I'm going Jacksonville as well. I think with the possibility of Fournette coming back this week, I heard he's been practicing all week. So um, him coming back into this offense and the way that that defense flies around, Miles Jack is the truth down there. Dude, their whole defense is the truth. He's a grown man. Their whole defense. They got Smith on the other end, that linebacker. I mean, it's just it's sickening. Go ask the Patriots. (laughs) All right, next up we've got Denver at Baltimore, and they're giving the Ravens at a minus, minus five and a half. All right. You plan on going first at all? I'm just curious. <laughs> this one, I'm, um, I'm a little bit on the fence, but I'm going to go Baltimore. Great, because I'm going Denver. That's awesome. I'll take that as another dub in the column. <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah, no, I'm going I'm gonna go with Denver, man. I think uh, I think that defense. I don't know. Like I know Joe Flacco. He's he's got some weapons now. He's throwing it to John Brown, Willie Sneed, um, and he's looked good these first couple of weeks. But I just feel like Flacco's gonna Flacco, and he's gonna have one of those games where he forgets what color jersey his team is wearing, and he starts. You get a pick, and you get a pick, and you get a pick, and I. And I think that with, with Denver's pass rushers, I think the, I think they're the team that can put the pressure on them. And um, while the quarterback now is a little turnover prone these first couple of weeks, I think he'll get it smoothened out once he gets uh, builds a rapport with both Sanders and Thomas. And Thomas. Yeah, I'm taking Baltimore. I, I like uh, Flacco's record in September. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's a 16 and two. Over the past couple of years in September. Wow. Look at you with the nugget. Yeah, check that out. So uh, I'm sticking with them. Next up, we've got the Giants at Houston, and they're giving Houston a minus three and a half. I have no idea. I mean, I guess because Deshaun Watson hasn't looked like Deshaun Watson, and people are blowing that way out of proportion. The dude just tore up his knee. Essentially, he's playing. His the tail end of his rookie. What did he get? Three games in last year. Three games in. Yep. Okay, so people are freaking out that he didn't look like he did those first three games. Well, guess what? No rookie, at least that I've ever seen, has a first three games like he has, and 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 no clunkers throughout. So I'm not worried about him long term. Uh, I have no idea how this is only three and a half points. 
because that Houston Texans defense, their front. It's serious. And last time I checked, they still got flowers on that line for the Giants, right? <laughs> I don't think they did anything with him. Yeah, that's the New York subway system. They still got him tripping. They still got. Through. They still got him tripping uh, defensive linemen. Yes, what's the over? What's the over or under? He trips Von Miller in this game. Because you know they're going to eventually put Miller on that side to take advantage of it. Well, no, it would be uh, Chubb. Be what? Oh, wait. I don't know why. I was thinking Broncos. My bad. But, yes, why? Apologies. And what? Or Clowney? They're going to stick them both over that end. Yeah, it's going to be – it's going to be um, – it's not going to be good, man. No. So, I think Houston takes that game. I, I don't really see the Giants offensive line doing anything. Saquon will get, you know, his six catches. Eli will get his deer in the headlights look, and uh, it'll be a, it'll be enjoyable. I'll, I'll be I'm looking forward to watching them lose again. Yeah, I've got Houston in this one. That front, that front four, they're no joke, and they're just going to be walking through and lighting Eli up. I actually listen. All right, full disclosure. I know I'm not supposed to like the Giants, and I don't like the Giants, but I do. I legitimately fear for this man's life. The look of con- the look of concern that he had last week against the Cowboys was. I wanted like he needs he needs a hug. He needs someone to go out there and Just he's gonna bring it in, big guy. <laughs> that, that that offensive line is 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 gonna kill. It's gonna kill him. Yeah. He's gonna get hurt bad. Yeah, unfortunately, I I don't see the season with him ending in one piece. So, yeah. All right, we're we're going on to the four o'clock games now. First up, four o five, we've got the Chargers at the Rams, and they're giving the Rams a minus seven. I'm I'm going Rams on this one. Yeah, I think, I think that that offense is too high powered, and that defense is. The real deal between them and Jacksonville, they're going to be battling out for uh, best defense in the league. And the Chargers without Joey Bosa up on that front four, you notice the difference. Yeah, I mean, there's really not not much more you can say about the Rams. I mean, they're going out there and they're just smoking it. It honestly, I thought they might. I don't know if you want to say struggle the first couple of weeks because. They brought in a whole bunch of new pieces. Mm-hmm. The fact that they've been able to gel this fast is um and is a pretty lot of scary. Big egos. There's a lot of yeah. big egos in that locker room right now. Exactly. It's it's pretty scary that they were able to just you know they came together, simulated powers, and they're out there just dominating. Yeah. So next up we've got uh, the four twenty five game. We've got Chicago at Arizona and they're giving the Bears a minus four and a half. Yeah, I'm going Bears here. I mean, the Arizona Cardinals. They're, and I picked up David Johnson for fantasy football, and it's not looking good. They, they're they creating no holes for him. I mean, Sam Bradford is averaging, it has to be three or four yards a pass attempt. It's it's crazy. He I don't think he's completed a pass over 20 yards. He's yeah. He's not getting any time back there. They're stacking the box for Johnson, and they're basically asking Bradford to throw it on him, and he 
He's not getting enough time. And that guy you guys passed up on twice, he's made a huge difference in that Chicago uh, Bears defense. Yes, yes, Khalil Mack. Yeah, he's been he's been he's been doing he's been doing work, man. He's 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 got that defense looking like fast and furious. He's out there hitting, you know, taking just taking footballs from quarterbacks. He ain't even letting them fumble. He's not letting it hit the ground. He's just he's tackling them. He's ripping out of their hands. Like yeah. you don't need to hold this anymore. I'll take it. Yep, hundred and forty mil well spent. Yep. Next up, we've got uh, Dallas at Seattle, and they're giving the Hawks. A minus three. I've got Dallas in this one. I got a feeling um, no Legion of Boom. You know, you still got Earl Thomas back there, and he's going to try to make an impression for the Cowboys, but um, that offensive line can't keep Russell Wilson up either. It's kind of like that Giants offensive line. And I... the, the, Cowboys, the Cowboys are starting to put – little bit together on the defensive line. So I'm taking them this week. Yeah, I mean, I can see I can see where you're going with that pick. I still think I'm going with Seattle. They're playing at home. That 12th men crowd is 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 still there. Um, Russell Wilson, he'll run around, dodge three pass rushers, and flip the ball, you know, 50 yards downfield for, for a touchdown. Uh, I just, I don't know. I watched Dallas and I watched New York last week and I wasn't really impressed with either team. Right. I mean, if you take that big hitter right off the bat to uh, to Austin, if you take that out of the game, I mean, neither side really did much. Uh, so while the Legion of Boom is gone and Seattle's defense has a whole bunch of new players on it, I think they find a way at home to uh, to to get that game. Next up, we've got the uh, tomorrow's prime time game. We've Tomorrow, got... tomorrow's Saturday. Don't yeah, be rushing sorry. my weekend. Don't sorry. be rushing my weekend. We're, we're getting close to midnight, so it's it's almost there. But, you know uh, me, I'm a I'm an old man at heart. Like uh, this is three hours past my bedtime. We've got the Sunday night prime time game. We've got New England at Detroit. The battle of the uh, the coaching staff. And they're giving the Patriots a minus seven on this one. I'm going, I'm going to England. You don't see it very often that the Patriots lose back-to-back games. And coming off that Jacksonville loss, these boys may be hungry. Brady's going to be hungry. He's got a new weapon that we didn't talk about. He got a flash, Josh Gordon, and. Uh, I don't know how much he'll play in this game. He'll probably get a couple snaps, but you give Brady an actual receiver that can can get it, other than Gronk, and it's it's going to be serious. He's going to take two tokes and be out there running go routes. <laughs> All day long. But while I think the Patriots do win the game, I think Detroit does enough to keep it semi-close. So I'm going to take Detroit only because Okay. Only because of the 7. I'm going to be making up some ground this week. Hold on, hold on, wait. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm making sure I read that right cuz I circled it on this sheet and it's all looking 
like the seven was on the Detroit side. But yeah, I think Detroit keeps it close, and I think I think New England gets the win, but I think it's going to be the, less than seven. I think Detroit's offense they look terrible against the Jets, but you saw you saw last week that they they started to pick it up, and I think they got a lot of weapons to to kind of go blow for blow with the Patriots. Still not enough to win the game, but enough to keep it closer than the seven. Got you. All right, and then Monday night's game, we've got Pittsburgh at Tampa Bay, and they're giving uh, the Steelers a minus three. <sighs> I'm going to go with the Steelers. Okay. I just think eventually, right, they, eventually they got to look like the Steelers. They can't just keep this losing up. And eventually, Ryan Fitzpatrick, even though he lit us up last week, He's got to look like Buffalo Fitzpatrick, or the or, or somewhere in there, right? You can't just keep going. He can go down the list. Yeah, Jets. I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of teams where he's put together two or three games, but never been consistent. I mean, I just think Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's in do or die mode, man. They 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 go to o two and one, and that's that's a heavy hitter. That's probably gonna not have a spot in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going Pittsburgh in this one as well. I got a feeling uh, they're going to get AB more more involved this week after that little uh, back and forth. Even though with him stating that he he's not looking for a trade and he wants to be here, wants to be there in Pittsburgh. I got a feeling uh, Pittsburgh's going to cover and they're going to take this one. Listen, I think, and AB to his credit came out and said he wasn't, he wasn't trying to, you know, convince his offensive coordinator to get him the ball more. I mean, if you look at it, he's leading the league in targets. Yeah. Whether they're good throws or not, that's to be determined. Yeah. Um, it's just frustration, man. As a as a competitor, you're not making the catches. You're getting the ball thrown your way, and then when you feel like it's not coming your way when it should be. Yeah, you're gonna get frustrated. But there's other mouths to feed, you know. I ain't mad at it. Go look at the, you know, go look at our fantasy league. Juju's on my team, all right? I love Juju. Hey, give I've got Juju ball. in another one of my other leagues, so I ain't mad give, at it. Give that man the ball. He always got a good touchdown celebration for me. Like he needs to just, you know, you're he needs to it. ride. He needs to ride that wave. Eventually, defenses are gonna realize Juju is killing them. Now, while I don't think they'll take the double team off of AB, they might try and concentrate on stopping Juju as well. And then A.B. will be back to doing A.B. things. Yeah. 17 catches for 350 yards. Something crazy. He'll, he'll, I think he'll break out of it. Yeah. So so that's the picks this week. We'll, uh, I'll try to get these up on, on the social media as well, like we did last week, so everybody can see the picks. And uh, they can come here and get the breakdown for them. I uh, want to say thank you guys for listening. Joey, thank you for your first episode as co-host and not just an insider. And uh, to many, many more guys, find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, under the Sports Frenzy Podcast. Uh, on Twitter, we're under the The Sports Frenzy Pod. Uh, find us, like us, subscribe, leave us comments. Let us know if you guys are liking the picks, what you guys think of them, and uh, enjoy your Sunday.
Join the frenzy, guys.